Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks episode number 357 of this year, marking Tuesday, the 22nd of December of the year 2020. On this day in history, in 1932, New York premiered Fred Astaire and Ginger Rogers' first joint movie, Flying Down to Rio, directed by Thornton Freeland. Few people know that while Fred Astaire acted the whole movie with great skill and panache, Ginger Rogers was moving through time backwards and in high heels, and Zoe had to say all of her dialogue in reverse like a satanic message on a Beatles album, but with sore feet. Your guests on this special live last post brought to you by the increasingly resentful Glitch in the space-time continuum. Hey, I'm right here. Hello, Glitch. Hello, Iris. Your guests today on the podcast are our favourite Flapjack Lumberjack and Minister for the Interior of the Human Body, Alison Spittle. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, welcome back to the show. Also, sinister billionaire and extremely self-made man, Josh Gondelman. Welcome back. Hello, thank you for having me. Uh, sinister is unfair, but not inaccurate. <laughs> and time scientist and hands-on historian Matt Kirshen, welcome back or forward. Thank you. It's nice to be here and to have been here and to will be here. <laughs> <laughs> well, coming up today, we'll be talking about the birth of the dragon child slash possible antichrist, uh, the sleepers awakening all over the world, the glitch getting glitchy and more. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, in Italy, Senator Dorothy the Dinosaur of the Wiggles government has put her name forward as a foster mother to Piers Morgan's unholy dragon child. British pundits are outraged, saying, This is why we did Brexit. We don't want our horrible chimera children in the hands of foreign Italians with their garlic breath and sexy motorbikes. 
And of course, the breaking news of the day, the horrible creature rapidly gestating out of Piers Morgan was born less than an hour ago at the quivering hands of midwives and mad scientists. Reporters on the scene say there was a brief display of flashing lights, an earthquake, a sound as of the trumpets of hell, and a bone-chilling roar from the maternity ward. The creature will be displayed to the public later today once doctors declare it safe to enter the building. Uh, Alison Spittle, uh, what's happening in uh, Ireland uh, where you are? Uh, in regards to this uh, surprising birth of the first human were-dragon crossbreed? Well, unfortunately, uh, the the birthing canal was pointed towards Ireland and we are singed, there is fire. Uh, there still is fire as we speak and uh, quite a lot of... Uh, it's quite good though, the snakes are gone. They're definitely gone now. The, everything has been killed in Ireland except me and my flapjack empire uh, <laughs> because... Because I knew it was covered, and I <laughs> and I floated upwards on a cloud, and uh, but I'm very sad for my country. My country is dead now. But uh, other than that, I'm okay. I mean, you wouldn't have thought that it would take a dragon wear child for the British to finally defeat the Irish, but there you go. I know, and all my all my oats are toasted. It's quite a good recipe. <laughs> like it's great. Josh Gondelman, what's happening in your volcano lair? Well, as you can see, I'm outside the volcano lair right now, just getting some fresh air because I am feeling invigorated by these developments. <laughs> this this dragon offspring is very exciting to me. First of all, congratulations to the, to the Morgan family. I'm so happy to see that this noxious, fire-breathing offspring is slightly less unpleasant than its parent, Piers Morgan. So that's exciting, <laughs> first off. Uh, but overall, this is just a tremendous development. The more dragons populating the Earth, the more engagement I'm going to look forward to on my social media platform, Dragger. It, I created it as a free speech <laughs> haven for dragons who find other platforms limiting and censorous, right? So they can feel free to say things that are controversial, but they're thinking them. We're all thinking them. Like, uh, it should be legal for dragons to eat humans. That's something that you can say on Dragger without getting banned. Or setting homes on fire with our flaming breath is every dragon's right. Uh, it's the kind of stuff that Twitter and Instagram won't allow. But I, as a free speech absolutist with no conscience <laughs> who functions exclusively based on profit motive, will permit. And I wish people would stop asking this, but my interest in promoting dragon's rights has nothing to do with the fact that I've injected myself with dragon DNA and am becoming scalier and more fire-breathy day upon day. It's unrelated. Matt Kirshen, how are you going uh, in terms of this arrival on the scene? Pretty well. I've got a new look, as you can see. And uh, I'm joining you from both ancient Greece and today. Look, as you all know uh, from uh, the documentary Clash of the Titans, uh, back in the day, or back forward in the day, depending on how you look at it, King Acrisius of Argos imprisoned his daughter Danae because he was jealous of her beauty, and the god Zeus impregnated her, and Acrisius banished his daughter and the newborn grandson Perseus to a sea in the wooden chest, and in retribution, Zeus killed Acrisius and ordered Poseidon to release the last of the Titans, a giant sea monster called the Kraken, uh, to destroy Argos. Now, Danae and Perseus safely floated to the island of Seriphos, uh, where Perseus grew into adulthood and later slays Medusa, clearly forgetting that he was once saved by a monster himself and he shouldn't really be killing other monsters. But there you go, no one's perfect. So meanwhile, the city of Argos was nearly destroyed. Sorry, there's a lot of information here, but uh, you know most this of this. This is a news, a news show. Yeah, the city of Argos was almost destroyed, except for a small piece of it which survived and adapted into the British catalogue retail chain we know and love today. Honestly, uh... <laughs> still the best place to buy a tent so thank you Argos and thank you Kraken <laughs> Perseus meanwhile eventually became the Perseid constellation which is far less useful 
Uh, I know which one I'm hitting up if I want to buy a blender. So why am I telling you this? Yes. Why am I telling you this, Alice? Because after all that destroying, the Kraken needed a Millennium or Three's nap and was happily snoozing like any good little snoozy monster until Sidney Powell and the Trump legal defense team just last month repeatedly claimed on Fox News and other outlets that they would, and I quote, release the Kraken. Now, <laughs> the Kraken, as we, as we established, had long since been released by Reckless Poseidon, but was having a thoroughly good snooze. Uh, and being an insufferable narcissist, the legendary cephalopod sea monster, well, large sea inhabitant, as we now have to call it, thank you, political correctness, woke up from his slumber. Uh, he then kissed his wife goodbye and set off on his terrible journey. Yes, the Kraken is married. Sorry, I should have told you that. The Kraken oh. is married and in a heterosexual union, uh, although she is the pivot of a polyamorous triad with a blue ring octopus, uh, who you might think you might not think is much, but actually is a is a really fun and good guy. So um, the Kraken left his wife with nothing but his sperm stored within her tentacles for later use, which is a thing female cephalopods do. I don't need to tell you that. No. Uh, and has surfaced. However. Rather than proving that Dominion voting machines had been tampered with and ballots had been destroyed, thus reversing the results of the election, uh, he mostly just f***ed up votes. <laughs> and that's where we are today. Well, so this is a big question, uh, Matt Kirshen. You, you seem to be believing that the Kraken has arisen in response to a Republican uh, naming of it, but it is not the only monster that has awakened in recent times, or specifically in recent this morning when the child of Piers Morgan was born and sleepers around the world began to stir. Uh, Josh Gondelman, what's happening where you are in terms of that? Wow, a lot of news. It has been dynamic <laughs> and exciting. Things are being disrupted. I've seen sleepers from all points in history coming back, but especially recent history. We've got General Douglas MacArthur who promised I shall return. He was returning. Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from the Terminator series who said I'll be back. And he never He's really back. left. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the character is back. Schwarzenegger exists, but there is also a parallel Terminator that now exists on, on our timeline as well. Um, Jesus Christ is back. That that people have been waiting for. People are losing it. They're so psyched. Uh, John Denver, surprisingly. You might remember <laughs> leaving on a jet plane. Wasn't sure when he'd be back again. Now. Now is the time. This is exciting to me, again, because all these people from the past have minimal idea of how to get by in the modern world, and so they make an incredible source of unskilled labor for my warehouses. Uh, John Denver, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, Douglas MacArthur, they don't know how to use computers, they don't know what the internet is, so they're, and they don't know what minimum wage is now. And this has been a great a boon for me and my, my volcanic warehouse, or my volcano-based warehouse. The warehouse itself does not spew magma. And except, of course, obviously the Terminator, who is part machine and so is a little bit more tech savvy and whom I have enlisted as personal security uh, and commander of my murder drones. Um, Josh, can, can I ask you, because uh, as we all know, back in the day, people had an easier, let's say, slower pace of life. Mm -hmm. uh, we weren't as harried as we are now. So are you finding because of that, that Jesus is having some difficulty reaching his targets? Yeah, I mean, he is not moving at the pace that I would like. He's not hitting his productivity goals. However, he is kind of a floor leader. Everywhere he goes, 13 other warehouse workers follow him around. And so that does act as a force multiplier for his own labor. 
<laughs> I mean, these are fantastic times, disruptive times. Uh, Josh, as you say, King Arthur mm-hmm. has returned uh, this morning. Uh, Queen Elizabeth is said to be considering whether to uh, bow out and allow him the throne, whether to uh, get rid of Philip and marry him in order to consolidate the lines of power. Uh, nobody's sure which way she's going to go, uh, but it's it's certainly exciting times. And the real question is whether King Arthur will be able to uh, adapt to the modern uh, demands of a constitutional monarchy uh, and not a monarchy where you get to just chop people's heads off whenever you like. Alison Spittle, are there any sleepers where you are awakening? There are. Um, Oliver Cromwell um, uh, woke up, uh, but fortunately Ireland got burnt, so he was taken back uh, <laughs> with the flames. Uh, the original Tony the Tiger as well. Um, a lot of people don't know there's been six Tony the Tigers uh, just <laughs> due to their lifespan, you know, uh, but but Kellogg's have never really uh, shared that secret before. So the original Tony the Tiger is back and he's quite angry of how the brand has gone. Uh, he says there's just too much sugar on those frosted flakes and <laughs> that wasn't what he planned at first so I'm happy I'm, I'm really Tigers don't like carbs no they hate it's, it that's not their thing <laughs> although just just one minor correction um, the, mm. the correct plural is in fact Tony's the tiger <laughs> oh yes Tony's the tiger <laughs> Um, he's really, really loving this new uh, Netflix series, though, um, called the, the Tiger King. He doesn't recognize <laughs> Joe Exotic as a monarch in, in our world. Well, that's all the time we have for your uh, headlines of stories that we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads your ad section now because live shows are expensive and I've got a taste for diamonds. (laughs) Speaking of diamonds, they say diamonds are a girl's best friend. Also, they say dogs are a man's best friend. So the best friend to all is when your dog dies and you turn it into a diamond. Dog diamonds. Woof, that looks expensive. Uh, would you buy a dog a diamond uh, Alison Spittle? I would, but like if you're like I'd be worried if so, you know, obviously gonna make it into a ring. And I'd be very worried though if someone is kissing my hand and there's a smell of wet dog off it. You know, that is not the luxury that you want to give off. But I don't know how many people would be kissing my hand in these days anyway. Uh but well, you know, for the future. In these beleaguered times, no one's kissing anyone's hands, everyone's social distancing. But we have brought back the bow, which I'm very much enjoying. If you, I don't know if you have this where you are, uh, but when I go into a, a shop here on my space station, uh, they, mm. they check my temperature and I find myself sort of compelled to slightly bow. Uh, I think we need to bring that back in society, different gradations of insulting bowing. I think that's, uh, that's the future. I've had a few times where they've tested my wrist instead of my forehead. Which means I get to look like a, a just like a perfume sampler. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> when I go into an establishment, uh, you know, one of the many shops on my volcanic lair, I do finger guns, uh, which mm. reminds the yeah, which reminds the the people I'm talking to that I'm friendly and I'm fun, and I possess the power of extrajudicial murder. <laughs> <laughs> And this episode of the podcast is brought to you by coronavirus restrictions. The reason you can't do any of the things you want to do, but also the reason you can't do any of the things you don't want to do. Hello, Alice. I just want to say, as a glitch in the time-space continuum, I have no fear of this coronavirus, and also I exist in all times and spaces at once, so I know how it all turns out. And are you going to tell us, Glitch? Nope. It's against the rules. And also, I don't want to. Ah, uh, 
Glitch, please. Glitch, please. <laughs> you're a real pain in the workers' rights, Glitch. Uh, I don't know if you're up to date on this, Matt Kirshen. I know you're up to date on everything, but it's got to be hard to stay up to date on this. But the Glitch in the space-time continuum is currently uh, negotiating for a, a pay raise, holiday rates at once, double time space and a half. Sorry, you were going to say something? You've been talking about this, like the Glitch, for all this time. I've, I've just realised who he is. And, uh, oh my god. Like we met, we we were at school together, and uh... <laughs> time school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, you know, uh, good guy, uh, kind of needy. I'm gonna say, like a uh, little bit of a suck up to the teachers, but you know, you can get along with him. Oh well, that's uh, that is a beautiful thing. We'll have to ask him over to the last post Christmas party. Well. I've prepared a song parody about him. You know, I'm kind of a, I'm kind of a cut up. I'm, I'm really into humor. Uh, it's called "You're a Mean One, Mr. Glitch," and it's 17 <laughs> verses long. And I can't wait to perform it, karaoke oh. style. Just one little word of warning: during a rugby match, we had to play rugby. It was a thing. One of the opposing team members sang, let's say, a, a semi-humorous song about us, including the glitch. And he uh, ripped apart the fabric of time as a punishment. So I'm just going to say there is a risk of enraging him. He I has like a that. temper. Dis- disruptive. I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on with the ads. Capitalism waits for no man. On the first day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a partridge in a pear tree. On the second day of Christmas, my true love sent to me a sincere apology for the amount of labor required to maintain those things in a small flat and half a glass of water for the bird. <gasps> hey! <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com and that is your ad section for today the last post of course our top story uh, is the glitch in the space-time continuum going to Uh, disrupt the world on the 31st of December. We don't know. Uh, Certainly we are waiting for news on whether the Walkley Awards will be giving him uh, uh, an award for journalism, uh, interdimensional space (laughs) services to satire. And of course, again, breaking news, uh, the birth of the dragon child as yet to be named. Mm. Have you got any suggestions, any, any bets on what the dragon child will be named? Ramekin. I would like the child to be called Ramekin. It just sounds like it should be a name. (laughs) I know. You got to be certain with this stuff. Then hopefully it will be named that. That is going confident. And I want the child to be called Ramekin. Of course, we've already discussed this in the headlines. We don't have time for a section. But uh, 
Mm. Do we think this is the Antichrist? I know it's been rumoured. Uh, I know that there are some pundits who suggest that it is uh, the sleepers awakening, uh, the chasm opening up beneath the Marianas Trench, uh, the octopus mm. people all returning underwater. Uh, what do we think is going to happen now? Well, I think Antichrist is a strong kind of term. Um, my mm-hmm. uncle got married to a lady called Christ and she's just not in the family long enough for me to call her Antichrist yet, you know? <laughs> She's my uncle's wife. That's what I'll call her. Firstly, I think Ramekin is an excellent name, but I'm a big advocate of child-led parenting, and I think mm. we should wait until the dragon re- chooses to reveal themselves to us and uh, tell, tell us uh, their true name. You're kind of an advocate for monster sorry learning, yes? <laughs> <laughs> Unacceptable behavior. I mean, I know, I know, Josh Gondelman, that you are a fan of puns, puns being the ultimate disruptor. They are mm-hmm. sort of a semiotic disruptor of the idea that words can have meaning and thus mm-hmm. open a chasm into the void, which is why many people find them uh, threatening and menacing. Mm-hmm. Um, did you not just launch a, a new app? Oh, yes, I did. Well, in addition to Dragger, which is the obviously the Dragon social media app, there is an app, that, a very disruptive pun app. It's disrupted. It's an app just for texting puns to people that you know. Um, it's called Punster, and it's disrupted many of my friendships. A lot of people aren't answering my texts anymore. It's very exciting. I told them that the dragon, this new dragon child, possibly the Antichrist, should be named Fierce Morgan. Uh, they weren't having it. <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a lot of pun. <laughs> ah, we've signed up our second user, I see. <laughs> That's what they call exponential growth. <laughs> That's all the time we have for your top story today because now it's time for your letters to the editor. Your letters to the editor now. And remember, you can send a letter to the editor uh, by writing to us at the last post at somethingelse.com. This letter comes in from Adam. Uh, it says, Dear Alice and Josh, or guest who can pretend to know things. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me. That's all of you today, friends. Uh, it's been a long year, and I'm thinking it's time for something to change. It seems body mod is all the rage, so I'm curious what a good beginner step in the process might be. I'm talking about something at least a step or two up from pierced ears, but probably not all the way to a functional third arm. How do I get started? Thanks, and good luck to you, Christopher. Adam. I'll let you take the lead here, uh, Josh, and then the other other guests can take a swing. Mm-hmm. I'm big into BOMO, as we call it, body mod. We uh, we shorten it because we've got places to go, things to do. Not enough ears to hear it with. A lot of ears. A lot of ears. So if you're not ready to commit to additional arms, obviously I have a zoom filter that brings my arms down to two because people find all the extensive appendages coming from my body unsettling on video chats. But I do think if you're not ready to commit to a whole arm, just try a sixth toe, right? Like a polydactyl cat might have. It helps you balance uh, it makes you a little curious. Uh, Ernest Hemingway was big into polydactyl cats. It's just kind of literally lets you dip your toes, one more toe, into the water of body modification. <laughs> Alison Spittle, any suggestions for somebody who wants to uh, branch out into the uh, branching industry? Yeah, I'm I, I kind of thinking maybe, like, as you know, uh, Alice, last Halloween I bumped into someone who was dressed up like a sexy hand sanitizer and I think they should go one step forward and actually just become sexy hand sanitizer 
So mm. here is hand sanit. I know. Look at those eyelashes. She's worthy of love. <laughs> so I think it will help with any oncoming pandemic to make yourself into a translucent bottle of hand sanitizer with uh, lovely lips and eyes. Because that's all you need. You're a working girl. You know? Oh, sorry. The, the glitch is just... Um, let me press the button. Oh. Hi, Alice. Hey, Glitch. Uh, can I call you Glitch? Sure. You couldn't pronounce my real name anyway. <laughs> it's in maths. And if you say it even slightly wrong, the whole world will explode. Is that true? You want to try me? Anyway, I was just noticing that this show has been very linear so far. Just moving through time a minute per minute. Pretty boring. Unless you're one of those cool dudes that listens at double speed. You're right, it is usually pretty linear, uh, Glitch. Okay, cool. Uh, do you mind if I get back <laughs> to my letters? Uh, this letter comes in from Elia saying, Hi Alice and someone else. That's all of you today, people. I have a very small and quick question. Do you live on your space station or do you come down for the holidays? Thanks, Elia. Uh, well, uh, Elia, I'm here now and uh, I don't believe in Christmas. That's the answer. <laughs> One year my heart turned into a panettone. You know the panettone? Do you have that thing? It was the the song Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. The very next day it, you gave it away. That's what happens to a panettone. And in fact, that's what happened to my heart. So I'm, I'm embittered about Christmas. And that's all the time we have for your letters today. Uh, because now it's time for the end of the show. Thank you for listening oh. to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year. And we'll be back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. Uh, big hello to our listeners in the other dimension with uh, about a week left until the end of the year. A couple of weeks. How long is it? What What is time? Uh, Matt Kirshen, what is time? What isn't time? <laughs> <laughs> oh. What is that? Post. Post. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.